The offensive line has been a trouble spot for FSU in recent times. As of now, the rebuilding process seems to be in full swing, both by bringing in talented recruits and transfers. But the question still remains if they're going to be a liability for this team in this upcoming season. Here to discuss what to expect from this Motley crew is the offensive line expert himself, Coach Adam Brown, and our host from the Triple Option series of videos, Trey Rowland. Welcome back to the Triple Option, and God have mercy on all your souls. We're talking about Florida State's offensive line, the best for last. We've saved it. Now, before we get into Adam, is just just beaming with excitement. I am fired up. Oh my God! Look at the look at the sheen off that beautiful dome. <laughs> he is on fire. I'm on Aligned. fire. You're on fire. Go to the X's and Knowles YouTube page. Subscribe. Put the notification on. Defense is coming next, and you don't want to miss a video. Look at Kevin. Ever since you those those Patreon donations have come in and doesn't he look much more full in the face more happy more healthy <laughs> less malnourished keep giving him your money he needs it he deserves it guys let's talk about the offensive line kevin Mike yeah. Norvell is what they like to call like a run game guru what what does he do with his offensive line him and him and uh the wizard alex atkins what do they like to do with the offensive line so uh one thing one thing you'll notice about pretty much all of the offensive line that they're bringing in um, is frame and feet. And I'll talk about those two things as we go along kind of these positions. But So your tackles, the guys on the outside here, for, for those unaware, um, the tackles tend to be longer guys. They're, they're going to be more out in space. So if you imagine kind of a an, an end rusher has all of this space to kind of operate these longer Tackles have to be able to, to operate out there, um, so they're going to have longer arms, longer legs. They're generally going to be the taller guys. Um, the guys on the inside here are, are more your people movers, so there's less space for them to operate, so you can afford to have like a, a thicker body, a stronger, stronger-legged stronger guy that's going to get more drive moving forward. But what's really important for, for Mike Norvell and his offense and the kind of things he runs is he's going to pull these guards a lot, so he's going to trust them. To, to move and even when they're not pulling they're going to run outside zones which basically means that they're racing uh the guy so if, if this is center if we're running outside zone to the right this center's man is this tackle he's got to race his tackle to the outside and so these guys have to have good feet they have to be agile um especially the guards and centers um the tackles uh you can get away with being less quick, but you still want good feet to be able to, to keep their balance and um, be able to parry these edge rushers. And it, it we're going to pull tackles and guards, whether it's a running play or whether it's even a play action passing play. The whole point is to try to get those linebackers to trigger and get them out of position. So you're going to see pulling linemen no matter what the actual play call is. So Adam, but we're going to we're going to run through what our projected starting five is. And now, of course, this is a projection. This is no set. This is not set in stone. This is who we would select and who I think we believe is going to be the starting five lining up against Notre Dame. Um, it, it's an interesting group last year. It was a, a group that was still one of the worst on the team. However, it was also one of the most improved groups in mm -hmm. 2020, which was interesting, particularly in the run game. Uh, in the past game, we were still getting abused quite a bit, which still is abysmal. Which is, yeah. I mean, young, true freshman tackles and things yeah, like that. Yeah. So we'll see. But we'll run through the starting. We'll run through the starting five. Uh, at left tackle, we have Devontae Love. Taylor backed up by Darius Washington. And a, a newer name on the depth chart, Lloyd Willis, the developmental prospect from South Florida. 
Yeah, Lloyd Wills, a player they actually really like a lot, and could be a player who finds his way moving up the board as uh, as fall camp goes along here. Uh, I, I've got Devontae Love-Taylor. I know some people are, are projecting Darius Washington to start out there. I think Love-Taylor is a player who's talked about he's really only spoken with the staff about playing tackle. He was your starter at left tackle last year. Yes, maybe out of need, but I think he was he showed himself to be your best tackle uh, prospect on, on your offensive line. Get him back out there. Get that position shirt up because it's a position that has been a major issue for years now, and I'm talking years. Uh, so get him back out there. Let him sure that position up. Be solid on that on that, at that left tackle position uh, on uh, Mackenzie Milton's blind side. Mackenzie's already right. Yeah, I think so. Get that blind side shirt up. Make sure he feels comfortable back there in the pocket. Uh, and then Darius Washington, who's a player who uh, you, you can get some reps, continue to get him kind of up to speed as he's still a younger player looking to gain experience. Right. A guy in Darius Washington, a dude that uh, showed a lot of potential and dealt with a pretty uh, a pretty debilitating kind of upper yeah. body injury yeah, last year, injury which last is year. tough, which is tough to recover mm-hmm. from when you didn't have the right kind of strength and conditioning. Program. And not a player who's necessarily a true offensive tackle himself doesn't necessarily possess that length that you love an offensive tackle. So, right. Yeah, I agree. And I, I I'm with that. Adam, I don't think we have a, we didn't get the type of person in the transfer portal or somebody hasn't stepped up to where we have the luxury to kick a Devonte love Taylor yeah. inside uh, left guard. Who do we got? Who do we got as right. a starter for left guard? We got Dante, the Pope Lucas, everybody's oh. favorite backed up by Devonte love Taylor and Dylan Gibbons. Uh, I think we'll talk about Dylan Gibbons a little bit later on on the depth chart, but as you see, yeah. this is going to be yeah. a common theme. The, the starting five is, I think it's going to be better than last year, but, your starting left tackle is also your first reserve left guard. It's not a deep unit yet, but let's talk about Dante Lucas. Adam. Yeah, da, uh, you know, Dante's going into his third year at Florida State. Um, he's a player that's got to prove he can be more consistent. Uh, he's probably the most talented player on that front, in my opinion, uh, or maybe has the highest ceiling. But he's got to, he's got to prove that he can rely on him. He's got to prove he's not going to take that 15-yard penalty. I know there was a lot of, lot of hoopla about whether he was going to be around or not, whether they were going to kind of ask him to leave maybe this uh, this all season he's here i've seen pictures of him Trey, i'm sure you've probably seen him too uh this summer he looks in some of the best physical shape that he's been in it has transformed his upper body it's a young man who hasn't had the opportunity to really thrive in the weight room and, and seems to have taken advantage of that opportunity this all season i i'm hoping that uh, he takes that next step, and we're going to see. Uh, for right now, I don't just talent alone. I think you've got to kind of throw him in there and see what happens. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. It'll be it'll be interesting to see if the how he's matured mm-hmm. in, in, yep. in totality. That'll be fun. Yep. Let's move on to center. As a former center, you have the smartest guy on the field is in center. Let's <laughs> talk about the best position, the glamour position in all of football. We've got Maury Smith there, a guy who impressed uh, who impressed last year. We think mm-hmm. he's the center of the future. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I think oh. he's the center of the future. I think he's a. I think he's the center for now. Uh, I, I I think you saw a Thomas Schrader who we're not sure what his status is going to be. So you notice he's been left off the uh, sure. depth chart. Uncertainty. uncertainty. Yeah, yeah. Uncertainty about an injury. Uh, Mike Norvell's not one who likes to give away a lot of information about injuries, and we're not going to speculate on what what his status is. Bryson Estes is another young man coming in as a true freshman this year who uh, who looks like he's got a bright future to the center position. But for now, Maurice Smith is there. Um, I think he present, possesses the uh, agility that you're looking for out of the center position, able to reach three techs, one techs overtake. Um, 
you know, you'd like to see him be a little bit bigger and keep that agility, but it is what it is. Uh, I think he's a player who maybe would be better at the guard spot, but for right now, he's one of your more consistent snappers, a guy who's got a, a season under his belt, uh, handling calling the uh, front and getting protection set. So that's where we're going to roll. And I'll be honest with the guy backing him up to the former high, uh, highly <laughs> yeah. thought of prospect, yeah. Bavion Johnson. I think Bavion's going to be like a. There's always talk of a swing tackle. Mm-hmm. I think Bavion Johnson is your swing interior guy. I think yeah. Either he's going to be competing for a starting position, not not what probably some Florida State fans want to hear. That's just that's just where we're at on the state yep. of the interior of the line. But he's going to be the first guy off the bench, I think, in case there's an injury. And he's a guy who's got experience. Um, yeah, I mean, you're talking about inconsistent super- experience, but at center, he's got yeah. experience. There. You're talking about a super senior. He's a guy who's had trouble snapping the ball, but uh, I think he gives you consistency. I mean, I. It may not always be great, but I think you can count on him play and play out to be there and give you something. So and I, right I, guard. Oh, go ahead, Cap. I think Babion uh, is is probably has been dealt the worst hand possible when it comes to to systems and how many offensive line coaches he's had to shuffle through. And um, so I, I think he's someone that potentially you can see a decent jump with, even though it's hard to teach old dogs new tricks. Uh, the fact that he's had a second year with an offensive line coach, you know, he might be a different guy this year. Yeah, that is very fair. I'm good with that. Right guard, the newcomer from Notre Dame, Dylan Gibbons. We're going to actually take some uh, take a look at his film afterward. We're going to look at with offensive line. We feel it's more beneficial to kind of look at group highlights. So we're going to look at some group highlights and we're going to get to Dylan Gibbons specifically during those. So I say just we'll wait on we'll wait on the the Dylan Gibbons kind of analysis, Adam, uh, when we look at his film. But we project the transfer in from Notre Dame to be the starter at right guard. With uh, with Babyon Johnson there, um, and then Brady Scott, who's somebody that another another candidate mm-hmm. for that swing interior kind of guy. Yep, uh, super let, senior. Yep, yep, absolutely. Uh, let's go to. You want to move over to right tackle? Sure. Or do you guys have anything yeah, else to say no, about the interior? There's enough said about those guys. Right tackle. Uh, no surprise to me, and I know that there's been some people that want to move this kid to the interior, which maybe if you're looking at from like an NFL development, like an ideal body profile, he's an interior guy. But to me, I, I find I find to be a very solid tackle prospect. I think played really well given his age last year and has some dope sports goggles, which <laughs> I always make me a fan. Uh, what do we think, Robert Scott? I think he's the unquestioned starter at one of the tackle spots. Whether him and Devontae Love Taylor flip right or left, it, I think it's Scott and Love Taylor for me. Yeah, I tend to agree. Uh, I think Robert's a, a young man who showed himself last year in a in a situation where he didn't get an offseason in the program, uh, was able to come in midway through the year. Uh, you know, I wouldn't call it solidify, but step into that right tackle spot, was a freshman All-American. You know, those things are all whatever, but – Still was able to earn some uh, some recognition nationally. Um, you know he's had an off season this year. This year, uh, yeah, I expect that. To, I expect that position to to semi be the strength of the offensive line. Mm, hmm. Interesting, because we got behind him skinny boy Jalen Goss, maybe not as skinny as he used to be in the past. Yeah, I mean, true listed. talented freshman Rod Orr. What do we think of those two guys, Adam? Goss is listed at what two ninety five now. I mean, obviously, again, a, a, another young man. We've seen some pictures kind of floating out there in the old internet. To, the old Twitterverse. A rumor like he... that he was vegan forever, which oh, I don't know if it ever was substantiated. <laughs> he looks like he's put some bulk on, some mass on him. He's not a guy you're going to want to rely on. But look, somebody's got to be the backup there. Uh, we're going to give it to him. Chaz Neal has moved on to greener pastures. 
Thank God that poor young man is not the. Uh, eh, just he wasn't uh, a state up. caliber yeah. player. Good nope, kid though. He man. wasn't. He, he played hard he when took, he needed. He to. took a beating, and it wasn't really necessarily fair to him. Uh, so we'll see what Goss has got. Uh, I'm going to pencil him in there for right now, give him that opportunity, and then Rodor's the future at your tackle spots. You're hoping anyway. Uh, big time offensive tackle prospect that they signed last year, kind of Alex Atkins. Uh, you know his big fish that he's his first big fish he's been able to sign. I don't know if he'll be ready this year. Uh, you're not going to want to have to play him, but a kid that, uh, you know, if the opportunity does present itself, I think it would be beneficial to get him a few reps. Yep. I want to see him on the field this year. Hopefully not in a yep. role of like prominence. Well, Correct. that's our, that's our projected starting five. Let's roll that beautiful line footage, Kev. Let's look at some film of what the line did well and what it didn't do so well. Ooh, here's a little one back power. Uh, that, that was is well done. Da- yeah, Dante Lucas pulling on the backside. I mean, you see when he's focused, the talent he's got. The you know, Kev talked about the footwork and the athleticism. He possesses those quicks. He's able to pull, keep his shoulder pads square. Get up. Yeah, very athletic there. there. That, that's good. That's good, Dante Lucas. And that it, this is a line un- inexplicably, obviously helped by Jordan Travis. But I would call them a good run. They were a good run blocking team last year with a yeah. terrible offensive line, which there's your baby on. Yeah. Yep, there's baby on. Nice. Nice. Uh, he kind of he misses does, the initial nice hit, job. but then he, he does mm-hmm. a good job of pinning inside afterwards. Yep. Yep. This is basically the group where you've uh, pretty much penciled in there outside of Gibbons. You've got love Taylor at left, left tackle Dante at left guard Smith at right at center. Baby on it, right guard, and uh, Robert's got it, right tackle. And if you're gonna, if the initial contact on the pull isn't gonna be great, at least get in the guy's way. And Baby on did that effectively. Now, what do we think? Pass and play here. What What did we think about the level of pass protection? As you can see, some movement on the offensive line to sell the play action, which it's it's gonna be, still be a lot about trickery and kind of subterfuge yeah. with uh. Yeah, with, I mean it's play guys. action, so it plays to their strength of being able to keep those D linemen on their heels. Second and eight, not necessarily a passing situation. Uh, you still have the run component. So that that helps them a lot. Um, you know, that's going to be the big question that they're going to have to answer is how do they hold up in standard passing downs and standard passing situations. Those are the those are the times that they've struggled the most, and they're going to have to answer that bell. Still got to think. If, Actually, if you're finding yourself a lot of third and eights, third and sevens, you're, you're dead meat. What, what were yeah. you going to say, Kevin? This is, I think this is really good pass pro. I mean, they, they do get a little bit of help from from the play action, but I really like – uh, love Taylor's pull here. Mm-hmm. He does a good job keeping his feet on him. Look, everybody's engaged. There's plenty of time. The only reason this gets rolled out is because, well, Jordan Travis coverage, gets a little antsy, right? yeah. you know, good coverage. I'm with you guys since since run blocking is going to be a strength of the team. Anything off play action where they're kind of you're, you're pass blocking like you're run blocking, they mm-hmm. say, where it's not it's not a passive pass block. There's still some forward motion instead of just like setting in your in your pass block set waiting to be run by. I think I don't think it's a horrible pass blocking team, but I still I still think in 2021 you're going to need to use play action. You're, you're going to need to use things that kind of disguise it on some straight yeah. up pass rushing against the Clemson's, the Notre Dame's, the Florida's. This is still going to, there's still going to be some issues on the outside down, down again here. And this should be a touchdown, but the tight end blocks the wrong guy. So yeah, again, down is the play side guard pulling um, baby on here. Does it, does a pretty adequate job. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's an athletic young man. 
I would say if, if Bavion's your your backup guard, it represents a big step up in depth from what yeah. we've had yeah. previously. Yeah, that's I fair. Agree. I agree. It's all relative. Florida State fans know it's all relative on the offensive line. Good push there. Touchdown, Knowles. Good job. What do we got here? So I got I got another drive from Notre Dame if we want to go through that too. Absolutely. <laughs> Why not? I there, love there was some success. Okay. But this, here's... That, that's a quickly collapsing pocket though, right, guys? Yeah, but I'm this is against Notre Dame. <laughs> right. It is, but you see some pieces. Look at your left tackle holding up well, your left guard holding up well. You've got a freshman at right tackle who you're hoping is uh come along a little bit. Your who is right that guard, at right tackle right now? Robert Scott. This is Scott. Yeah, the tackles do a great job here. It's just the interior that gets oh. you kind of killed. Yeah, ba- Babyon which... on gets blown up here, which yeah. you're hoping for some help there. Uh, but, that, you know, again, that's another team. I mean, it's a really talented ball club. You know, obviously the team we're going to see first game of the season. Yeah, that's interesting. What are we What are we doing there, my friend? Um, looking at no one and also hitting no one. Those are the things we got to clean up. Still a completed pass, but uh, not because of the pass protection. <laughs> In my opinion, at least. Here's a little run, here's a little run action. Yeah, uh, this is not this a is, lot of movement. No, this is where this is where you see some struggles. Uh, let your your left guard and center aren't doing a very good job against that uh, down lineman. They kind of get held up at the line of scrimmage. That's where you know they, they you know these are the things you're hoping a year in the uh, weight room will have helped them. This Absolutely. this play doesn't seem right to me. Would it? It seems like he's got to be reading probably this linebacker. Everybody else is blocked because they're running. They're running into a box with two extra people here. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know what what went on with this play call. Misread and then not not a lot of movement anyway. Oh, they run so. a midline there, aren't they? Uh, I would say so, but they blocked that defensive tackle. Yeah, so potentially a screw up there. Yeah. Which happened once again as part of the offensive line preview. Things that hopefully you can clean up with another year, with another year in the program. What happened on that play from the line? That was the old uh, triple triple O. Ah, uh, our namesake. Yep. <laughs> I, I wonder if you're going to see a little bit less. Of, I mean, you will see a little bit less of that. A lot less of that this year because we expect Mackenzie Milton to be the starter. Um, yeah. One so that's take. another thing that. that, that it's interesting about this offensive line that the style of the offense is going to be very different. A lot less Jordan Travis to kind of bail him out. Uh, hopefully, hopefully McKenzie Milton's um, quick release, his ability to scan the field and get the ball out quickly will, will help him in the past. Will help him in the past blocking game, but uh, it's going to be different. The quarterback is going to need to help the offensive line out and pass pro. It's just going to be a different sort of helping than what we saw last year. Here you see the the Robert young Robert Scott kind of get fooled and fall in front of his feet, so his his weight kind of comes out. You can see right here, he kind of lunges yeah. here. That's that's a rookie mistake. That's something yep. that can get fixed yep. with with film and practice. So, so we got any more group highlights to look at, Kev? Before we kind of get into it's Dylan just, Gibbons, it's just the end of just the end of this drive here. I mean, I you don't want to see us score a touchdown against Notre Dame, Trey. You know what? I how dare I? How dare I jump the gun? Let, yeah, let's punch it in. On these. Well, Damian Webb on the old uh, little pitch. That was good. Yeah. Hopefully, that'll be DJ Williams. Counter, counter toss. Yeah. So good, good drive. Even with with a drive where there were some misfires, mental misfires, physical misfires, still still able to be effective. Mike Mavell mm-hmm. was able to scheme an effective at times offensive line effort from that. Hopefully 
we can we can upgrade that this year. Uh, Dylan Gibbons, let's talk about we we've got him penciled in as one of the interior starters. He's a transfer from Notre Dame. Adam, what do we like about Dylan Gibbons' game? Uh, I think the first thing you got to like is that he's going to bring you uh, he's going to bring you some better veteran presence up front. He's going to you know, he talked a lot about wanting to change the culture. I think that that's a big thing for this offensive line. I think Alex Atkins has started that, but he's a player who's going to be able to come in with a Devontae Love-Taylor and kind of really help solidify what they want to be. Uh, we talked about Dante Lucas needing to grow up. This is a young man that's going to help with that. Um, you know, his game-wise, he's just a physical player. I mean, he's a physical guy, has adequate feet. I don't think they're great feet. Um, I'm not going to pretend that he's some elite offensive lineman but he's serviceable and really isn't that what they needed i mean they yes. needed a guy that they can kind of count on or rely Steady on hand yeah they needed a guy they can plug in there and re- and who's going to bring the floor of the offensive lineup and i think he does that yeah I, I chose this clip when i was uh finding clips about dylan gibbons uh we did a whole whole breakdown of just him before um if you want to check that out but what i really like about this is there's a stunt, which Florida State has had trouble picking up even the most basic stunts in the past few years. So there's this little twist stunt, and you can see he's right guard here, and he sees the stunt immediately, he picks it up, and then he anchors super well. So the defensive lineman had momentum going into him, but he was able to stop that momentum, and it's just a very solid block. Yeah, that's... He's a guy that's going to make sure your communication's where it needs to be, and that's a big part of the offensive line. Yep, that's veteran experience. That's stability. That's somebody who's been in one of the premier offensive line factories and mm-hmm. programs in the entire country, and he's a guy that's going to be a starter, whether it's left or right guard, but he's going to be playing a lot on the offensive line. All right, boys, as we are wont to do at the end of every one of these position previews, is Florida State's offensive line a strength? a contributor or a potential liability like it has been in the past. I'm gonna, we're going to go differently because Adam, this is your time to shine. So we're going to wait for you at the end. We're going to wait for you at the end. I'll yeah, close go first. This out. I'll go first as the, as the center of the group. Uh, I'll snap the ball to you fellows. I think that they're going to be better than they were last year. I think this is going to be Florida state's best offensive line in quite some time. With all that being said, they're still a potential liability on the team because the depth is so atrociously thin. They are one to two catastrophic injuries away from having a severe kind of domino effect on what happens to the health of the quarterback room. So we're, it's still a house of cards at this point. I like the starting five much better than I have the past like two or three years. I just, I don't bet on the depth. I think this could be a potential liability pretty easily with the potential to be a solid, with the potential not to be the worst unit of the offensive group, which is high praise considering what we've seen from this unit in the past couple of years. Kevin? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, this might be controversial, but I'm going to say, I'm going to put them in that contributor, contributor middle range. Um, Oh, hot. I think spicy. I think you, you can always be worried about the depth and and whatever. But if I go go through this, um, uh, Darius Washington was a starter before. Uh, you have Love Taylor and Gibbons who are who are both starters. Um, mm-hmm. Babyon was a starter before. Brady Scout was a starter before. Um, so I, I think just all across the board, even though there's not the depth that you want, there's more depth than we've ever had before. And even last year when we were all healthy, 
um, without Gibbons, I thought that we had a okay, a serviceable offensive line. And adding Gibbons, um, having Bavion be able to step back and be kind of that all-purpose backup. Also having another year under Alex Atkins, I think that uh, the pass pro is mostly about communication. Um, being good at pass pro is a huge, communication is a huge part of it. Um, and so I, I think you see steps up in almost all of the departments on the offensive line. And I think it's, I, I think it's not going to win or win or lose us ball games when it comes down to it. The floor is yours, big man. Talk oh, this group is a strength. I mean, come on, right? This group is a strength. No <laughs> reaction. Right? Right? No, yeah, 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 okay. You are like, <laughs> no, I, I think there's still a liability. Um, if uh, I knew what Thomas Schrader's status was, if I knew what he whether he was going to play this year or not, it may sway me to go to contributor. But I think not having that true offensive tackle experience and length is still going to be a downfall for this group. Um, I think Robert Scott's going to take another step. I think Darius Washington has the potential to be a starter out there at left tackle. But you know, we know that neither of them are necessarily long, uh, offensive tackle prospects long term, even though they could be solid at the college level. Uh, I still think that in standard passing downs, this group's going to struggle. I don't think that there's a lot of great footwork in there. I don't think there's a lot of great feet. Uh, and, and that lateral agility is important on the interior when you're talking about basketball. Communication should be improved, but there's just still too way too many question marks to, to really step in and say that we think that they're, I think that they're going to be a solid contributor. Um, and then when you throw in the depth issues, you know, it just, it just seems like it, it's easier to be kind of pessimistic about this group still than to find yourself being optimistic. I think they're right there. I think it's a really fine line though, between liability and a solid contributor be just because I do think we've got a five-man group now who can be, uh, I don't want to say good, but maybe just that notch right below, that notch between average and good. Uh, serviceable? Yeah, yeah, serviceable seems like a good word. Um, so I do think we got a five that can live in that serviceable realm. How many snaps can we count on that, though, is the biggest question mark. AB, so, have we agreed yet? <laughs> I do. I think. I feel like out, it's been different every single one of these episodes. Yeah, which is good. We're, we're our own. We're our own. We're our own men here. And you're <laughs> your own men or women out there watching us every week. Stay tuned. We're going to be talking about the defense, which is going to be fun because we got a whole platoon of new brosifs over there on the defense at every single level, and it's going to be fun. But the way you're going to see that first is go to the X's old YouTube page, subscribe, hit the Patreon. Throw some money at Kevin. He deserves it. And we will check you soon for defense. As always, keep chopping. Chop, 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 chop.